Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continuing Shi'urim in the Sefer Lakute Moran. We were learning a wondrous story from Rabbi Babarachana in the Gemara in Bava Basra, where Rabbi Babarachana saw a one day old mountain goat. And not just any mountain goat, it was four miles tall, and its head was three miles long, and its space of where its head rested was a mile and a half wide. This is a massive goat, and what Rabbi Nachman has been doing is breaking down each particular in this story to understand how it connects to our Torah at hand. Picking it up right where we left off with the Umarbata Duresha Parsa Ufalga, that the resting space the place that its head would displace on the ground if it were to be resting, is Parso Falga, is a mile and a half long. Wow, massive head here. What's going on? This is concept of, uh, of a union, of a relationship of coming together. That was created at the beginning of thought. As we learned before, thought comes first and then action. Thought always comes first, and we learned about elevating thought. To take a meaningful thought and lift it up higher, Dveikis Bashem, to connect it to the Almighty, that's what we're talking about right here. Marbata, what's the deal with this word, Umarbata? Lashon Zivug. This is the language of connection. like the Pasuk says, It means my way and my lying down. And there's a Gemara that says this refers to, to relations. To husband and wife coming together to create something anew. We've been discussing the idea of creating new neshamas, new souls. So this verse and this language, marbata deresha parsa that marbata refers to relationships. And through this relationship, through this connection, is made a mile and a half. Let's dive even deeper. Parsa, what's the deal with this? This is a hint to the drawing down of souls to our children. This is a complete drawing down. So one full mile, meaning the whole way, one whole soul is drawn from on high into the correct body. This illumination that happens to each soul as it's elevated on high from that full mile, so that illumination that allows the souls to ever shine even brighter, and which eventually brings those that are not within the fold of Kedusha back into Kedusha, be they Balichuva or Gerim or converts, that extra half is what's necessary. When you have another person who can involve themselves in the chesed of reaching out, the chesed of teaching others and bringing them from outside the fold in, so that extra half of a soul, as it's termed here, is what's necessary to, to light them up, to bring their soul from one level to the next. So that's why we have one and a half. One is the full soul of this individual as it gets elevated to the Almighty, and the half is the avoida, the holy action of another individual illuminating the first. Continuing to dive into this concept, ki adayin rechaiki rabois. That these individuals that are far from Kedusha, that are very far, it's able for them to come close, but it's going to be 
through a process of encountering major challenges. It's going to take tremendous effort. They're going to really, really need to push in awesome ways in order to rid themselves of the garments that they've put on, the soiled garments. The language of garments, the metaphor of garments, is all over rabbinic literature. Our mitzvot are called garments in the next world. Obviously, we can't bring our physical items to the next world. What do we bring? Our mitzvot, our maizim toivim, our actions of positivity and goodness. That's what we bring, and that's what clothes us, spiritually speaking. It's possible for an individual to put on the wrong garments, be them Averas themselves, or be them worldviews that are counter to a Torah lifestyle. People put on these garments and then try to become those things. What is so important to note is just as they put them on, so too can they take them off. It's essential to know this. For us, every individual, to know that if we have put on any negative, dirty, soiled garments, spiritually speaking, we just take it off. It sounds much easier than it is, as we just learned from Rabbi Nachman. Coming close, taking off these soiled garments is very hard. There's going to be major manias, there's going to be major challenges that jump in our way. Whenever we're running towards Kedusha, there will be challenges. Now, it's essential to share the following idea. We have learned this before in previous shiurim, yet this concept cannot be repeated enough. The nature of the Sitra Achra, of the other side of the Yetzir Hara, or for purposes of our Torah, the dirty garment dealer. The nature of the side of negativity is to let us go when we're not doing the right thing. When the Yetzir sees that we're involved in Aveira, we're involved in actively putting on dirty garments, it's going to take a break. The Yetzir says, oh, you keep doing what you're doing, I'm going to go to Palm Springs, and you continue, it's going to be great. However, when we're doing something right, that's when the Yetzir Hara comes to us. The Yetzir Hara will only come to you when you're doing something right. So what does that mean, and why is it important for us to know that? When we know that the Yetzir is there only when we're doing something right, then we can feel when there's that urge, that push, that desire to sin, to do the wrong thing. So then we just pause and say, wait a second, Mr. Hara, I know your nature. I know your nature, and your nature is that you're only going to come to me when I'm doing the right thing. So I recognize that you're here, so that means I must be on the right track. Thank you, Mr. Hara, for reminding me that what it is that I'm doing is proper and correct. Now please get out of my way as I continue to go weiter to do the right things moving forward. Step aside, Mr. Hara. I have some very holy garments to don. Continuing in In Zechariah, we should remove our soiled garments. That's not just physically, although that's also true. The Shulchan Aruch brings that we should not be wearing dirty clothing. We don't want others to look to the Jews and say, oh, that's gross. We don't want us to look to ourselves and say, oh, that's dirty. We are sons of the Almighty. The Almighty is our King. That makes us royalty. A truly royal individual would never walk outside with dirty clothes. You can imagine the Queen of England, of blessed memory, she would never walk outside with a dirty dress. It just wouldn't happen. In Yiddish, we say pasnisht. It's not appropriate for us. That's not something we do. This is in the physical realms as well as the spiritual realms. To dirty our garments physically or to dirty our garments spiritually, neither option is appropriate for such a holy individual as yourself. 
כי אלו הבגדים הצויים, הם מיינים אייסם מלחזור לקדוש ברוך הוא. Because it is these dirty garments themselves that prevent an individual to returning to the, to the Ebeshter, to coming close to Hashem. The garments themselves are what separate us from the Almighty. והם מפסיקים כמו נהר המפסיק. These garments, they separate just like a river separates. Because it's impossible to travel the way that you wanted to travel if there was a river in the way. It's necessary to take off these soiled garments. If you're expecting to travel in a certain direction, there's a massive river in between point A and point B for that straight line. We're going to have to figure out a new way to do this. So too, if you're wearing soiled garments and we're trying to come close to Hashem, it's necessary to peel those garments off, come up with a new garment to wear, a clean garment that's filled with Kedusha, with holiness. Back to our story, Rama Kufta Vesachal Yardna, that this goat, which Rabbi Barbara Khana saw, took a pile of dung, of feces, and threw it into the Yarden, into the river. That through stripping off and getting rid of all of these dirty garments, Nisbatlin Kolamanias Vahamasachim Hamavdilin Beinam Levena Kadusha. Then one is stripping away all of the challenges, all of the obstacles, all of the separating barriers from them and holiness. This metaphor that's brought in the Gemara is very coarse, but that's how we should think about this. Being involved in Avera is not just, oh, okay, I did something maybe I shouldn't have. It's disgusting. If we view it as something disgusting and a mitzvah, something so shiny and gorgeous, it becomes so much easier to make decisions correctly. The Sahrali Yardna, our story continues, where the Jordan River was obstructed. What's happening there? Ki Yarden, because the river, Mafsik ben Kedushas Eretz Yisrael lechutz la'aretz. The Jordan River separates Eretz Yisrael, the land of Israel, and the rest of the world. It's a clear separator. We can see where this is going. A clear separator between Kedusha and Chutz la'aretz, and outside of that space of Kedusha. And because of this, we refer to this as half, as cutting in half. That it's still necessary for certain individuals to take off the garments that are soiled, those dirty garments. In order, because that's what's necessary. Take away that separator between oneself and the Almighty. We need to peel back those layers. Aval, however, these souls that the scholars draw down into their children, this idea that we learned about before, that it kind of takes both parties, this is called an entire soul, a full parsa, a full mile. You need that fullness of connection, one person back to their ultimate source on high. Because they are not separated at all. And this is what's meant when we hear to honor it. That's from Yeshaya. 
How does one quote unquote honor something by putting on clean garments? I like our rabbis teach on the following verse. What does this mean? The glory of these clean garments. This means to take off those soiled garments. Because this, the main honor of Hashem is where we actively recognize these garments that I'm wearing are soiled, they're dirty, they're not allowing my soul to shine on the highest levels, and I'm actively changing them. The same way that a person would refuse to go to a wedding, picture a bride or a groom, a chasankala at a wedding, oh, I'll wear the old suit that's soiled and ripped and dirty. No way. The groom is going to wear a fresh suit, a beautiful bekesha, the kala is going to wear a gorgeous white gown, not, God forbid, something that's soiled and stained. Im yakar this verse of taking out that which is precious from that which is defiled. What does that verse practically mean? To bring people back to tshuva, bring people back closer to Hashem, and to draw down new souls of converts. The Gairim Shmiz Gairin and these righteous Gentiles that become Jewish, Heim Baim Tachas Kanfe Shechina, they come under the wings of the of the divine presence. Ubishvilzem, because of this, Nikra Gerd Sedek, a convert is called a righteous convert. As it says in the Zohar, Ksus Naki, Da Kanfe Mitzvah, clean garments. This is referred to as the corners of the commandments. Hainu Shechina, Shanikras Mitzvah. That the Shechina, the divine presence, is called a mitzvah, commandment. Bivachinas, which is the concept as we see in Tehillim, Komitz Vesechat Sedek. That all of your commandments are righteous. Vazel, and this is connected to Vechibadatoi, to bring it honor. This talking about the main honor. Actively to bring those that are outside the realms of Kedusha and bring them in closer to Hashem, closer under the wings of the Shechina, the Kanfei Shechina. That's the ultimate honor. As we learned before, to learn Torah in order to teach. And then that teaching, please God, should bring others and ourselves ever closer to the Almighty. I look forward to next time. Until then, wishing everyone a beautiful day.